Christmas was okay. <laughs> How are you feeling? Are you feeling a little better? I'm feeling better, but I cannot wait to, like, you know, be 100% and get my body back. <laughs> Uh, Santa got me a gift, a prepaid gift card with a X amount of money. I am unsure how much is in it. <laughs> but you know what? I think I think it'll be enough money to get the AEW tickets I've been wanting. Yes, and uh, apparently AOW is gonna be near me. Uh, oh yeah! Too. Now you have to go. Yeah, it's a it's a train ride away for me. So like, it looks that uh, it looks like they <laughs> have two editions uh, of the War Report. They're gonna have live reports on them. So the one from the Miami show, one from the New Jersey show. I have no idea how AOW is gonna look in uh, I guess late March, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> I already know how it's looking in January, baby. Rocky. <laughs> Well, this is our year-end show where we're going to uh, say our awards. Oh, yeah. The, this is our year-end show. We're going to hand out our awards for NXT and uh, AEW. Uh, this was very hard to keep fair because I think our original idea was to, like, hand out MVP awards. And we were just like, well, NXT is going to start sweeping. So let's, like, <laughs> let's make it more fair. Yeah, we had to. Yeah. <laughs> if you did the best match overall and then like best male wrestler, best female wrestlers overall, like I feel like NXT would take yeah. the majority of the awards, so we can't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we had a fun little game and uh you know, just doing MVPs on both sides. <laughs> yeah. So the categories that we have are best male wrestler, best female wrestler, best tag team, best match, and favorite moment. <laughs> Um, All right. Yeah. Before we get into that, though, we did have an NXT show. It was a bunch of matches that they had pre-taped uh, within the, I think, the two weeks that they had. Uh, thankfully, like I said, the wrestlers got time off. Um, mm -hmm. So, looking at this, I, I would say that it was the... I would say that it was the, like the, the new wrestler showcase, kind of. Because you had Austin Theory. Yeah, so pseudo. You had Austin Theory, you had Shotzi Blackheart, Bronson Reed again. Um, and then you had some veterans like, you know, Bianca Belair, uh, Candice LeRae. Keith. Keith Lee. Keith Lee, Tony Nese. Uh, so what was your favorite, yeah. like, what was the favorite things that you've seen on this NXT episode, like, that's going to hold us over? Uh, Blackheart versus Belair. Um, I, I a lot of people have their opinions about the match, but I thought the match was really good. Um, I think uh, Shasi has like amazing baby face potential in the future. You know, like uh, like you know, like she could probably take like Candice LeRae's spot late twenty twenty, or you know, just whenever she's like ready to go. Um, and you know, like. I really like that they showed this match, you know, because 
it, it, it does show like there is more in NXT than just like you know the people we've been seeing since Survivor Series, you know. That uh, Austin Theory was featured here. I think that he's really yeah. over and evolved. Uh, I believe that he's still the champion there, so he's not gonna like move to NXT like super soon. I don't think maybe mm-hmm. after like Mania weekend or something like that. But like to put him against yeah. Roderick Strong, somebody who could he could really work with and allow him to shine was really cool. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, Candice LeRae and Tainara. I think Tainara's getting better. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I, I do. Like, basically, from... Look at her from a year ago, and, like, look at her now, and she is... Like, I think she's getting better in the ring. And, of course, like, working with Candice, like... I love how, in this episode, like, everybody who's new or everybody who's, like, an up-and-comer got paired up with somebody who could really work well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just the new talent showcase episode of NXT, and I, I really enjoyed it. Man, of course, Keith Lee and Leo Rush versus Tony Nese and Damian Priest was really fun. Yeah, I, w- I won't say, like, uh, definitely not my favorite match on the show, but I will say it's. A, I thought it was very fun. Okay, with that, let's get to the awards. Um, this is what you all have been waiting for, right? Uh, oh wait! <laughs> Before we just derail there, uh, nothing really happened on AEW this week. It was more or less a Simpsons clip show, and that's basically what AEW Dark is. So there's not really much to talk about on that uh, this week's episode. Well, a- well, they did have AEW Dark. Um, they did have uh, Sean Spears uh, versus Joey Janela. <laughs> Yeah, there ain't nothing to talk about on AEW side this week, unfortunately. Um, oh man! Like, uh, like, uh, I don't like. I don't see anybody talking about it. Like, uh, I don't even know what matches they had on Dark. Well, it, okay, so they had Sammy Guevara versus Brandon Cutler, which was actually pretty decent. That, that was a decent. Okay. Match. They had Santana and Ortiz versus Private Party versus Best Friends versus Jack Evans and Angelico. Yes, that's a lot of. Yes, that is a lot of people, but that's that's fine. <laughs> um, and then they had uh, Joey Janela versus Sean Spears. Well, he was Janela Claus. Oh, um, oh okay. Yeah, and uh, he beat Sean Spears, so it was like. It was like one of those, oh Jesus! It was like one of those. Uh, because he had mentioned on Twitter that he would he would try to bring some of that indie lightheartedness back because there was a uh, Jesus in the crowd that like uh, he he gave him like the forgiving thing and yeah it was oh it was Jesus wacky, Christ yeah, it was a wacky match but you know <laughs> one of those lighthearted yeah man uh, that's AEW dark baby <laughs> so uh, next week. Uh, they're going to have a Best of AEW Dark special, uh, of course, uh, on New Year's Day. Our first show. In, okay. Our, yeah, our first show in, yeah, 2020. We're going to be talking about the uh, the homecoming. No, not the homecoming. Yeah, I think it's coming up. Um, yeah, it should be the home. The, uh, the Jacksonville show, right? Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, AOW is kicking off the year because NXT is not back until uh, 
January 8th. So. All right. Yep. So that is it. So yeah, let's get to the awards. Uh, you want to do right. these? Yeah, we'll do these one by one. Um, so let's do best male wrestler. Uh, Cyrus, you want to go? First? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we could both just do male wrestler at the same time yeah. because both our answers are the same. <laughs> And you know what? On the AEW side, I wanted to say somebody else. Like, when I saw your list, I was just like, huh, really? And then I was, like, really thinking about it. And, you know, I don't think uh, – I can't think of anybody else. Like, he he has my favorite moment. Uh, I think, you know, he's doing pretty well on AEW. Uh, so my best male wrestler on AEW is John Moxley. Yeah. Like you said, like uh, that's what our, our pick was of both is John Mosley. Like I didn't, I thought about Jericho, and I thought about Cody. But if I oh, <laughs> but if I had to like Jericho wasn't even considered. <laughs> if, but if I had to, I went cumulative because after John Mosley left uh, WWE. Of course, he had the podcast and stuff, but like he really went and kind of mm-hmm. did his own thing. He had the big moment with the first pay per view of debuting. He had the G one stint, which I think was really successful for him, and the whole uh, winning mm-hmm. the IWGP uh, US title. And there, if they don't mess it up, because from what we found out from Dustin's tweet, um, the records reset in AOW. Uh, at the beginning of the year, but if they don't mess it up, they're building him up to be their biggest face to go up against Jericho. So I thought, you know, all encompassing, uh, John Mosley is kind of like, you know, my best male wrestler for all elite wrestling. Uh, I, yeah, I believe NXT we had the same guy too. Um, Absolutely, like I, I <laughs> like I, I can't think of anybody else. Yep, we both picked Adam Cole. Uh, I mean, surprise, surprise, right? Yeah, uh, Adam Cole. Like, po- like my possible runner-ups were like you know, Gargano or um, Alistair Black. But nah, man, Adam Cole really like killed it. Uh, also, he was on you know NXT at the end of the year, like Alistair, but. Um, just just that stretch from the Survivor Series build, you know, since I have a Survivor Series bias, like, I just thought he was fucking, like, just amazing for uh, just that month stretch. Yeah, like... And then, like, even, even before that with the uh, Gargano feud as well, like, it's just been really good stuff all year round from Undisputed Era, and especially Adam Cole. If this was very early in 2019, I would probably go with Gargano. Like, uh, I would be like, because mm-hmm. at that point, it was like, wow, Johnny Gargano is like the best wrestler in the, in the world right now. But Adam Cole, listen, it's hard to even look over that October to December stretch that he had. Yeah, I, I, I do think that's kind of like what uh, affected my judgment because I... I like I'll be honest like I wasn't really watch, like watching NXT this much earlier this year 
you know. I was kind of just, like, keeping up with, like, you know, just via tweets and stuff like that since NXT was being spoiled, uh, you know, since it was, like, still, like, being uh, taped early. So, you know, I, I just kept my eyes on it, but I wasn't watching, like, week to week, you know. It wasn't, like, must-see. But uh, after, uh, you know, after the ten two show, you know, Obviously, the show became must-see, and then you have your uh, uh, Cole versus Riddle, which is amazing, and then just every other match after that. Yeah, he's just started having, like, and of course, you know, the the trio of matches he had with Gargano, um, that was amazing, too. Uh, if you want to look at the ladder match he had with Dijakovic. Like that insane week that he had with three crazy matches, including the, uh, you know, the War Games match. Like, the guy was on fire. And mm-hmm. he's even, I would say that he's even probably my pick for wrestler of the year, too, uh, overall. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can't really. really like, really clutched it out for uh, wrestler of the year. <laughs> so, for uh, best female wrestler, we actually had... Uh, two, two completely different picks. Yeah. Like, all right, you go first about like your wrestling. Okay. NXT and AEW. All right. Uh, NXT best female wrestler. Uh, Io Shirai. Um, I I just really enjoy her matches a lot. I think the match with Mia Yim was really amazing. The feud with Candice uh, Candice LeRae in that match was really amazing. Uh, her performance at uh. Survivor Series, War Games, really good. And, you know, uh, kind of sucks that earlier this year she got nerfed by Shayna Baszler, but it, it's fine. Not everybody can overcome. <laughs> but I, I do think, like, 2020 she's going to be, like, on top of the world. Okay. Um, for NXT, for me... I went with Old Faithful. I, I went with Shayna Baszler. Um, you Cause know. you're a monster. Well, I mean, cause like, well, <laughs> first off, you gotta consider the Survivor Series. She beat she beat Bailey and Becky. That run. Yeah. Uh, what she's done basically for NXT. Uh, you know what I mean? I had to go with that. Four hundred plus days of champion. She's an amazing heel. I think this is the end of the road for her, knock on wood. So she could move to either Raw or SmackDown so she could win the Royal Rumble, hopefully. You know, I think mm-hmm. I gotta go with... I just think... Shayna is it. Like, I think that Shayna is just... The quintessential heel. Uh, you know, rap, tap, and snap. And yeah, my pick is Shayna. Uh... I was going to pick Shayna as well. I think, like, I, I completely do agree with you. Like, I think she's an amazing heel. You know, she's a very super dominant champion. Uh, you know, everything from the 10-2 show has been really amazing. But I, I just have to give it to Io. Well, Io's transformation, you know, from that cage oh, yeah. to the heel is amazing. Like, she, I love how, like, cocky she is and... Uh, <laughs> how many ways she can beat you, and of course that master Candice mm-hmm. LeRae was was great too on that takeover. Yeah, Japanese bitch, <laughs> my goat. <laughs> so, uh, uh, female wrestler. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Shauna. Um, I know it was probably like, you know, oh, why don't you go with Chris Statlander? You know, she's like featured more, stuff like that. But <laughs> I think after, yeah, uh, I just think, um, I don't know, after the uh, Statlander kind of like showed off her little uh, alien gimmick, I was just like, oh, I ain't really rocking with that. <laughs> And I just think uh, Shauna and uh, Hokara Shida's match, like, randomly just, like, blew me out of the water. Like, this is the first time I've ever seen this woman wrestle, and it's absolutely, like, fantastic. Mine is Hikaru Shida, uh, because <laughs> I think that she's one, of, she's one of the rare women there that they've kept strong. Uh, I know that she recently <clears throat> lost. I'm actually, like, impressed with her and how she wrestles. Uh, I know that everybody listening maybe thought that we were going to pit, like, Brick Baker or, um... Boy, who's um... Uh, I would pick Britt Baker if she didn't just, like, disappear at, at that, like, small stretch. But I know it's weird to pick, uh... I know it's hard to pick Shauna because, like, she also disappeared as well. But, like, Britt was, like, you know, prominently featured, and then, like, I think right after the uh, the match with B Priestley, they kind of just, like, you know, kind of, like, really nerfed her, uh, her momentum. I, I mean, I was gonna go with Riho. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna do that until she, like, disappeared for a month. And I was like, oh, I, I mean, she's yeah. the champion, but, like, she would be, like, our, my honorable mention. But, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Oh, not even. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Hikaru Shida for mine. Uh, so, best tag team. Uh, of course, I think we have the same for NXT. We have two different ones for NXW. Wait, hold on. But we both have the same for NXT, but is our pairing the same? Um, my pairing, of course, is, is Cole and uh, uh, O'Reilly and Fish. Okay, so I like an I love Undisputed Era. They are definitely my best tag team, but obviously it's the Roderick Strong and O'Reilly pairing. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, well, uh, well, that's that's cool. That's different. Like, um, of course, I mean, I, I <laughs> so like Roderick Strong when when we. Initially, like we're thinking about that, like I had him in the running for my best male wrestler. Oh yeah, me too. Super underrated uh, as a wrestler. Of course, he would have Keith Lee. I just like you know, uh, just that tag team pairing of O'Reilly and Fish and how they work together. When Fish, when Fish is not hurt, like you know what I mean, like uh, <laughs> gets hurt. But, um, yeah, of course. Like, uh, but nah. Uh, my pairing is the Roger Strong O'Reilly. Uh, so, ALW. Uh, I I saw that you went with Private Party, and uh, you know what? I was thinking about picking them, but they had them lose so damn much that I'm like, ah. Um. Yeah, they did lose a lot, and I did think, uh, you know, that's a shame. But just, uh, I think the Bucks putting them over at one point in time was, like, really good. And I think uh, 
the the tribute match that they had for uh I, I forgot uh I feel bad because dude's literally passed away um Matt Matt Tavin yeah yes uh I thought that match was absolutely fantastic I think that with private party they really uh if they want to put people over I think that they should have them beat SCU uh, oh yeah absolutely great tag team but i went with scu and i think they really turned the corner when scorpio sky had to join join him i think when chris daniels got hurt and he had to join yeah um i wouldn't like scu if it wasn't for scorpio sky (laughs) like i've seen the kazarian uh daniels pairing for quite some time and i it's really cool to see uh like them get a young dude in there and just you know, like you you have a veteran and uh, you have a veteran and you have like this new dude in there, so you just get two different styles. But Private Party is absolutely uh, my favorite team in AEW. So with that, we are going to move on to our best matches of the year. Mm-hmm. I think we yeah we went different here too. Uh, I you know what? I'm going to talk about yours, your NXT one, so you go first. Uh, I don't think our best matches were ever going to be the same because I feel like everybody everybody went with the usual. Uh, <laughs> but Roderick Strong versus Matt Riddle at TakeOver 25 is by far my, like, my favorite TakeOver match this year. Um... I, I love Matt Riddle, and I like Roger Strong is r- really one of my favorite wrestlers on NXT roster. I love the way he works, and I think he's just turned it up to a whole nother level on this one. <laughs> like, uh, I think I watched the match, like, uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was just like, damn, this match is, like, this match is amazing. <laughs> what do you think they're going to do with Riddle in 2020? Uh... I think they're going to have them beat some more guys, probably uh, go for the NXT championship again if, you know, Cole loses it. But I do think he should be called up, but just in case, it's whatever. So for my best match uh, for NXT, I went with Cole Gargano too. I went with, uh, I think they're... Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> two out of three I love their two out of three <laughs> Oh yeah, that match is fire. Yeah, and I think um that's when yeah, when Cole won the title. I, I didn't think that Johnny Gargano really needed to retain it. He already won it, that he got the moment. Um but that was the coronation of Cole. That uh that third fall with uh the weapons, man, like jeez. Uh, oh yeah, they really turned it up on that one. <laughs> Like, I know, like, some people would kind of gear towards more the third one, uh, the, the third match they have, but, yeah, the second was my favorite. So, yeah, I went with that one. ALW. Okay. Uh, who, who'd you, uh, let me see who you picked again. I. Oh, yeah, I, you could go first. Okay, so I went, sure. I went with the safe pick here i went with cody and dustin and i actually have something to say about that it's because it highlights everything great in AEW, 
but it highlights some of the bad in AOW. I say the bad because it shows that Cody books his matches way different than everybody else. Cody <laughs> uh, here, of course, they had like this match. It was, you know, Dustin bleeding all over. I don't know how he didn't pass out. Um, and then like the embrace and then, you know, I guess like the, the emotion that they had, like, it was all of that that kind of added into it, the great match. But, yeah, like I said, like, this was the beginning of Cody, like, booking himself into these emotional moments that seem way different than the show. So maybe like, <laughs> picking this match is, not, is encouraging that. Like, uh, everybody else is wrestling, but Cody is, like, doing his little soap opera drama. Yeah. Uh. Like, not to knock it, but, like, I could have went with, Maybe like uh, Cody and Darby, Darby and Jericho. Maybe one of the tag matches. I thought SCU, the first, yeah, SCU and uh, the Lucha Brothers was pretty good. But I think this match encompassed AOW and, and basically part of the matter. So, what's your AOW? Uh, my AOW pick. Uh mentioned it before on the episode, but uh, Shauna versus Hikari Shida. Um, just like watching AEW as I normally do, because I think I, I, was, I was still watching it first over NXT at the time, so I was watching it live. And it like, I was just so impressed and just amazed of what I've seen, you know. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people you know really lobby for the women to like really be featured on the shows and i think they're listening uh you know probably giving us more like more than two women's matches a show and stuff like that or just better quality women's matches or matches with more time but like this year like shows that like uh aw has like amazing potential in their women's division i just hope that they use it like, yeah, absolutely. This was another. This was if I had to point my favorite women's match in uh, AOW, like um, Shayna and Karshida would be it, and I really hope that they really feature them more next year. Like I know, yeah, they're doing the whole thing with Chris Statlander, and she's great too. But like they have really have you know diamonds and Shayna and Sheeta. Uh, yeah. Instead of kind of like burying like Shayna and the whole like Nia, Nyla Rose thing that they're doing. Yeah, I, like I, I don't, whatever, man. <laughs> like, li like literally, what was that about? Like, it didn't really amount to anything unless there's something on Dark that I never heard about. No, they they started it on Dark where she when Nyla Rose kind of attacked Shauna, and then they had the thing on the main show. But then, you know, both mm -hmm. were not to be seen again, so. Because, you know, Nightmare Collective, baby. Oh, uh, just a programming note, the newest dark that's happening. Yeah, the newest dark that's happening, uh, it's going to have a Nightmare Collective segment on it, so. There you go. Ooh, who's going to get their head shaved today? <laughs> Maybe Brandy talks. I don't know. Um, 
Maybe somebody attacked Yeah, well, Brandy will talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's down to our favorite moment. Um, looking to this, like, we have two favorite moments for both NXT and AOW. My favorite moment for NXT was, of course, the premiere on the USA Network. Uh, for two different <laughs> One, it's the birth of this show that we had, of, had with Cyrus that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And also, the premiere on NXT, like, basically with, you know, at the end of the show with, like, Triple H going out into the crowd and, like, doing, like, the whole NXT chant. It was a validation of kind of like what we all knew, that NXT was not developmental anymore. It's the third brand. And if you need yeah, and it's the hottest brand. Yeah, if you need any more validation to that, watch Survivor Series. Watch the build up to that. Like, you know what I mean? Like NXT has something for everybody. It has a lot of talent there. It's gonna have more talent in 2020 uh, with like impending signings and, and maybe people moving there. But yeah, that was my favorite. Like seeing it on a major network and. and basically seeing it every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my favorite moment of this year for NXT will be winning Survivor Series. Um, there was a point in time where everybody was just like, yeah, you know, hey, we knew that the NXT was going to win this one, that one. So maybe uh, they're, they're just going to lose at some point. You know, it, it, like it all just goes downhill. Uh, clutched it out with uh, Roger Strong won against AJ Styles and Nakamura. The women won, which was amazing, uh, with Rhea Ripley uh, getting the pin over Sasha Banks. Uh, I don't have the other results, but, uh, you know, other cool stuff happened. Roman Reigns, which everybody was just like, that's not good enough. And I was just like, are you serious? Keith Lee, like, going solo against Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Like, two stars of this decade. Are you serious? That, like, the handshake and him, like, uh... Powerbombing Roman Reigns wasn't good enough. Roman Reigns sold the hell out of that powerbomb. That shit was insane. I, I, I love that moment. Uh, NXT Survivor Series, two of my favorite things in wrestling, and I just absolutely loved it so much. Yeah, man. Um, we're going for <laughs> AOW favorite moment. Uh, I went with uh, – QT Osprey or QT Marshall's uh, tag team. <laughs> tag team with Cody and uh, Amen. Listen, I, I, comedy. I could have went like I almost went with yours, uh, the Moxie the Omega feud, but I thought mm-hmm. this was so funny, and the fact that like the crowd. Went oh yeah. Him, like him doing flips and him doing I don't know what that was the. Senton. The, uh, the Senton headbutt, bro. Like, the the 450 headbutt. I was like, what is going on? And I'm like, oh, man. Like, So that was mine. Uh, if I had a runner-up, it would probably be uh, either yours or... Uh, 
Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I would go with yours. Uh, okay, my uh, my favorite moment in AEW is the Omoxley and Kenny feud. Uh, two parts of it specifically, um, when Moxley DDTs uh, Kenny Mega on the glass table, and uh, just the death match and the controversy that kind of like spawned. That was kind of unnecessary, but whatever. Um, Yeah, like I don't think I don't I don't think they were prepared for uh, what a death match actually was, you know. They went full death match too, like. Yeah, like the uh, the barbed wire bed, the four uh, the phoenix splash onto the wood, you know. Kenny finally using the barbed wire uh, broom, which was great. Um, just like it was a like really good match. I. Definitely think it could have been shorter, but uh, I did, like I thought it was a pretty decent way to end that feud off. Yeah, I thought I was like I could have went with Cody going up to the box, uh, and, <laughs> and, like, out like the the glass of Jericho, and then getting beat up, and then like the camera like going on Jericho saying I have a ticket. I almost went with that one. Uh, but, um, Co- Co- Cody pulling up with, like, 55-year-old DDP to run up on Jericho and his young goons. <laughs> <laughs> you, you also could, I think you also could have went with MGF turn, but the fact that we saw it from the beginning kind of shied me away from picking it. When we literally saw it before the promotion had, like, a television show. <laughs> uh, like... It was the most predictable thing ever, and I wish a uh, AEW did hold off on it. And then you know, I, like I don't know what would have been the perfect moment, I don't think but I think like holding off on it would have been sick. Well, I don't think there. The thing is, the fact that we all saw it coming, I don't think there really was a perfect moment. If that makes sense, like I think that like mm. get Cody at his lowest point. So like he lost to Jericho, he can no longer. Uh, challenge for the title well we'll see what happens with that but then like you know he loses his biggest advocate so like i kind of bought it from there oh i like like uh cody has no friends thing i'm like he's friends with the elite so yeah right like does he really need mjf when he has uh all his executive friends but uh Nah, like I, I just, I just really enjoy uh, the Kenny and Moxley feud, and I think like a runner-up for me, like probably something that really made me laugh, would probably be like, um, oh, <laughs> when Sean Spears was twerking on Dark, <laughs> he brought back the NXT twerking, bruh. Oh my god. Yeah, that'd probably be another moment for me. I thought I'd never see that shit, uh, see that stuff again. I think it's hilarious. Or like Darby Allen uh, skateboarding down the ramp and attacking. Him. Oh, oh yeah, that's a sick moment too. <laughs> yeah, a- you know, AEW does have a lot of sick moments. They do. They do. Uh, they they have like a lot of. Just not as a whole, moments. but. <laughs> they do have yeah, they do have their moments. I'll add. Two more categories before we get out of here. So, Ooh. 
Um, what NXT UK man or woman would you like to see oh. to uh, either the main, you know, uh, one of the main brands like NXT, Raw, or SmackDown? Um, dang, I just realized like two of my like picks probably won't like really work. Um, I think uh, Jazzy Gabbit uh, or uh, dang, I forgot uh, Jazzy. What's her? What's the last name? Jazzy Gabbit. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I think she would be be fantastic, like a easy replacement for Nia Jax. Um, you know, since her uh, her return is well, she, unforeseen. Uh, yeah, she's rehabbing. So. Yeah, she's rehabbing, but who who knows when she could be ready? But like Jassy Gabber, like absolutely, like get her out there. She's absolutely. Uh, She's a monster. She's fantastic. I definitely think she'll be uh, great on the main roster over there. Or just get her on uh, NXT for a little bit, do the thing, and then bounce. Um, male wrestler? I think it's unfair to say Walter. Uh, but he's, like, the only dude that I... Like, Imperium's, like, probably, like, the only people I really like on... Uh, NXT UK, but, um, hmm, I will probably go with Gallus, okay. just get them, just get them over there, okay. yeah, yeah, okay, I see that, Jazzy, just, uh, just get, like, just get some big dudes, yeah, they'll run, like, rough shot over, yeah, NXT, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens at, at the conclusion of, like, Joe Coffey and Walter, what they do with there. Uh, Jazzy is yeah. getting teased to break it up with Jenny. Like she's a-, a shame. Disgusting. Why would you do this? Who's booking this crap? This is embarrassing. I'm sick. My picks would be um, for the women, Tony Storm. Uh, I think Tony. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think Tony would be great anywhere. Uh, I think you have Kaylee Ray kind of retain. Uh, you can have her uh, feud with Piper Niven, but I think Tony has you know appeal and everywhere she's done everything you could do with NXT UK. So look her over there. Um, for the men, I would say Young Grizzle Vets. They're a great tag team, and I think that like if they don't win that huge tag team thing. NXT can definitely use uh, another tag team, especially going with the WWE <clears throat> Classic. So, like, move them over. They're a great heel tag team. Um, especially when, you know, the Undisputed Era eventually leave. You can have them go in and be great there. Uh, the last, yeah. last question I'll have is what predictions? Give one prediction for ALW and NXT for 2020? Um, prediction for NXT, uh, no, a, I'll go AEW first. Um, we'll be getting the Kenny Omega and uh, Moxley feud again, but it will be for the AEW title probably around the fall season. Okay. Um, um, oh, go ahead. No, no, go 
give your uh, give, give your NXT prediction too. Uh, my NXT prediction will probably be um. Dang, I should let you go because I didn't really think about it. <laughs> so, um, my ALW one is that. Hmm, I'm gonna say that with the way things are going, I would say that Awesome Kong is eventually gonna be the AOW Women's Champion. I know that she's limited and oh, she can't yeah. really wrestle that much, but I think if they really wanted to put it on the monster and it's not Nyla Rose, if you're going to do something with this Nightmare Collective thing, Awesome Kong is going to win. And she'll probably be the one that beats Riho, I think. Um, I'll give my NXT one first. Uh, the returning Velveteen Dream will challenge for the NXT World Championship and win it in 2020. I think that um, I think he's ready. I don't think that you have him come back and challenge for the North American Championship. He did everything that he could. I think mm -hmm. um, if you want another face champion, uh, if you're not going to go with Riddle or Ciampa, I think that dream is going to be it. And it it may not happen, you know, Mania weekend. It may not happen, you know, uh, anytime soon. But I think by the end of the year, you're going to have NXT champion Velveteen Dream. Okay. Um, I think we're. I think next year for NXT, we're probably going to see some more call downs. Uh, not that that's bad or anything, but I do think uh, we're probably going to get somebody from, I will say, I'll guess and say the Raw roster to come down to NXT. Okay. Uh, do you have, do you think of like anybody in particular? Uh, no, because I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Like, uh, I, I, I can't even vision the Raw roster right now. Like, uh, like Seth Rollins is not going down. Uh, <laughs> Samoa Joe's not going down. Yeah, like all the, I could only, I could I can't think about I can't think of anybody that's like in a main title feud. Like, because that's all I know about Raw right now is the main title feud, and I don't think any of those dudes are going down. Yeah, Mojo Rawley's not going down. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> do you think anybody's moving up? Moving up? Yeah, of course. Uh, Shayna. Uh, Sh Shayna and uh, I'm, I'm praying Riddle, but like, uh, let's say, uh, Dijak would be cool. Yep, I'm gonna go with Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Oh no, no, uh, NFC Championship ring for him. I think that he, I think, I think put a rocket on him. Have him go crazy on the on Raw or SmackDown, especially <laughs> SmackDown, especially SmackDown. Um, mm -hmm. Have him and Roman feud again. That, that's money right there. That's money. Mm -hmm. um, for the women, I'm gonna go with Bianca yeah. Belair. It's more than time, oh, man. Nah. It's <laughs> like that's great that she fights show to Blackheart. That's great. That, that's great that she's fighting all. It seems like the up and coming. Uh, NXT women, but it's it's time move her up the raw. <laughs> I think uh, 
I'm gonna hold off on that since like didn't the landscape has finally changed in NXT, so I don't really see any women leaving. We will. Oh man, somebody's got to leave. Somebody's got to leave. but like somebody else has. Yeah. Santana gets Santana Garrett, baby. Santana Garrett is gonna leave. She's just gonna. Um, well, maybe um, VXT, uh, Chelsea, or uh, no. Diana. Nah, son. I, I saw. I saw. I saw that match on Raw. I'm straight. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't like the Diana one, or you didn't like the Chelsea one? I definitely didn't like the Chelsea <laughs> one, but I thought the I thought the Oscar one was straight, but that's because of Oscar. Uh, uh, but nah, son. Uh, go, go. Just chill out in NXT, bro. Oh man! All right, so keep him down there. Wow. Uh, damn, not even Chelsea. Well, Chelsea, I think can stay. She can stay a little bit longer in NXT. There, there, there was there was a fourth one, right? I mean, a uh, third one. Rachel Evers, but she tore her ACL. Oh, man. Yeah. I would not, that made me sad. She might be, she, I think she'll be back in the spring. I think her and Karen will, will probably be back in the mm. summer. Come, come, please come back strong. So, and then y'all can, like, finally do the thing. Yeah, then they, yeah, then they can do the, the whole new faction. Mm. Ah, yeah, get well soon, get, get well soon, Rachel. <laughs> That's our, your power, your power, your power's needed, bro. Oh man, I, I think Deanna's fine. I think Deanna can. Really you know, I do, I do, I think Deanna is fine, but I'm not, uh, I'm not too high on uh, Chelsea Green. Um, yeah, that's our show. That's the end of the year show for us. Uh, of course, we'll be back next week in the new year with a brand new episode of AOW, their homecoming, uh, Mm -hmm. Cody versus Darby Allen. You got, uh, Jericho addressing Moxley to see if he's going to join the inner circle. Uh, excited. Are you excited for that? Do you you think Moxley's going to join? Uh, I think, I think it's real funny that they like, you know, tease the whole thing. And then it was just like, you don't have to answer right now. When they could have did the segment on this show, and then you know they kind of just like get straight into it, um, but it, it, is, it is what it is, bro. And then you got uh, Chris Statlander versus Riho. I'm pretty sure that Nightmare Collective yep. will uh, have oh, to sign on that. Oh, oh man, I hope they don't interfere or nothing like that. I'm predicting a non-finish. I'm sick. I just, I just think. I mean, Chris hasn't lost a, a singles match. You want to keep Riho strong. And it's going to... Yeah, it's for for whatever reason. Keep Riho strong, so... And you want to keep them, the Nightmare Collective going with, you know, Chris turning them down. So, like... Yeah, that's, that's my prediction for that. Oh, uh, that made me sad, but we're going to have to watch the shit. Yeah, that made me sad. Like, I wish he didn't tell me it was going to be a non-finish. I kind of want to see uh, Rio lose the belt. <laughs> I'm guessing, like, we're, you know, 
I'm not well, I'm looking for that. Well, I'm, I'm sad because... Scored, so. <laughs> uh, like, your reasoning is sound, so that's why it makes me sad that it, it, it sounds very plausible. Um, but yeah, that's going to be AEW in uh, 2020, baby. Keep Riho strong after, like, months of her not really being on the show. Yeah, but she could be on Dark, though, which makes no dang sense. Well, she was in a tag match with, uh, with Britt Baker, I think, the last time she was on Dark. Britt Baker, I've, Britt Baker, I have no idea. That, I, they they pulled, like, that train was going, and then they just raked, like, just ripped on the brakes. It was like they, you know, they saw the shiny new car, and um, <laughs> Statlander, and they're like, well... You know what I mean? Like, not to not to bash AOW or anything like that. It's just yeah. we're observing, we're seeing what we're you know we're talking about what we're seeing and what we're observing. So. It, it's, it's just fantasy booking. Nothing like concrete or serious. Nothing, no criticisms or anything like that. Just just a little bit of fantasy well, booking yeah. since we didn't really talk about AEW much on the uh uh you know on the show earlier. Yeah. saying it, that's exactly how they book it <laughs> <laughs> war booking baby <laughs> the war booking um, <laughs> uh question did you join the edit uh the aew discord i did not yet uh i do plan to uh we will not be um, we will not be starting trouble on there I, i'm not gonna start any trouble i'm just gonna be there to observe I, the the potential for me to get banned is insanely high. I like I have not typed a single message in there, but it's it's really I think uh, I think this Discord is really nice. Like it does make fans really feel appreciated and feel like they're being heard. Like there's, I think, uh, there's actually, there's actual wrestlers in this chat, right? Yeah, they're going to, I think, uh, Luchasaurus, uh, wish everybody a Merry Christmas. And then I think the first, they're going to have Sonny Kiss do a Q and A in there. Like that's like really sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to lie. That's actually pretty dope. And apparently, you know, with the Young Bucks leaving Twitter because they said it's too toxic, uh, you know, maybe... Discord is the way to go for them. Yeah, <laughs> this is their way to do their thing. But yeah, uh, I th I think a like like all jokes aside, I think this like increased their like uh, increased their lifespan a little bit. Like uh, they haven't turned their like there's no turning back on the fans, you know, quote unquote. Like people actually feel like they're being heard in here, and that's really cool for them. I mean, one of the positives I will say about AEW this year is that they seem to be really fan-oriented. Uh, mm -hmm. Cody will interact with fans and do Q&As a lot on Twitter. Um, sometimes it, it goes worse for them. But if they could kind of like rein it in and kind of like do the things, because the thing is that with this Discord, and maybe more so like more personable like what Cody does, then it, they'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think they can be okay. Oh, 
they they have a server where they just put like general news and stuff so i could finally keep up with dark and see what the hell matches are being shown on there that and um, uh, maybe official announcements maybe saying that you know um records reset january 1st because Doug yeah had to tweet that when he mentioned the tag match that they're <laughs> But yeah, uh, band potential is very high, and uh, I'll be on my best behavior uh, <laughs> for uh, well while I'm in here. Like I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look, bruh. I'm not, I'm not gonna say, hey yo, NXT whooped that ass in the ratings this week. Um, I'm not gonna, t- I'm not gonna criticize any booking. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to address any of these, uh, you know, I'm not going to be hypercritical or any stuff like that. Cause I feel like I'm just going to get jumped and then <laughs> I'm going to get kicked out like voices of wrestling. Oh man. Uh, yeah, voices of wrestling got kicked out of the discord. So like, that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, that is our year end show. For this year. Um, oh, uh, wait, just just one one last thing. Uh, did you see that Undisputed Era will be going up against Imperium at Worlds Collide? I think that is amazing. I also think that is a booking nightmare <laughs> because I don't know who goes over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that match is insane. I think, honestly, I think that match absolutely deserves the non-finish. Like, what was that one NXT match? I think it was, like, Matt Riddle versus uh, Killian Dane, (laughs) where everybody just started fighting and it went to a non-finish. I definitely think that's how it should go. Like, uh, I think it should be a war between NXT and NXT UK that, like, like, ends that show. So they just do the non-finish. So what does Pete, but, what does Pete Dunn do? He's going to be confused. He's going to be like, I, wait, I'm on NXT. <laughs> Pete Dunn goes, I don't care about NXT. And then goes home. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's really cool that, that that's the match that they're going to be having for, uh, you know, the main event for Worlds Collide. And that's crazy how, you know, <laughs> you, they've been trying to sell us or, you know, prepare us for Worlds Collide with uh, Travis Bank matches. But this is what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> they're gonna have to yeah, they're going to have to start building for that. And it looks like Unexecuted Era is not quite done yet. And uh, NXT, <laughs> they're going to be down there. Well, they're going to be there uh, a bit longer. I'm excited to see the match, especially with, like, these little guys working against Walter. Uh, so like uh yeah i mean they're they're gonna do the eventual like cole versus walter and i'm like oh man like walter's gonna chop the hell out of cole you know (laughs) but uh i'm looking forward to that because we have takeover blackpool and then we have worlds collide on january so i'm looking forward to seeing how that all that shapes up on a different programming note, we, next weekend, we have two days of Wrestle Kingdom. So we have that, have that too, in case you know anybody's going to watch that. I'll be watching that. Cyrus, I don't know if you've been watching uh, <laughs> New Japan, but yeah. 
Well, what's that? Next weekend. Well, what's a new Japan, bruh? <laughs> uh, nah, like I, I, I can't. Like I, I don't, uh, I don't really watch New Japan too much. I do keep up uh, with it a lot. Uh, I do, uh, I do like the star stardom inclu- uh, inclusion of it, even though it's going to be a dark match, unfortunately. Um, but nah, I'm okay. I think uh, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just watch Stardom. Since every since since everybody wants Stardom to just be consumed by uh, New Japan anyway, instead of just watching Stardom, <laughs> it's wild. But it is what it is. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, it's unfortunate that we don't get to see we won't get to see that match. I mean, they're on two rival. Uh, from what I understand, they're on two rival networks or channels. Uh, stardom in New Japan. Oh, that's why it's, oh, damn, that sucks. Yeah, which is, I mean, I'm like, they're both owned by Bushi Road now, so it's weird, but, uh, before we get out of here, uh, Naito two belts, I hope. Uh, probably not because, uh, <laughs> we, we can pray. If Ghetto has, like, a heart. Yeah, which he probably won't, it'll probably be Okada winning or something like that, or Jay White, but, yeah, that is our show for this week, um, uh, you could. Follow us always at RC Radio Live on Twitter, on Instagram, everywhere. Uh, we got a lot of content, a lot of holiday content here. We had uh, a new episode of Chatting with Nelson, Nelson with the Fork, uh, Forecast Podcast reuniting there. Uh, of course, we had the A Show doing their predictions. On their yeah, side on a very a, a very big year end show on their side. Stacked episode. Uh, Please go see Uncut Gems. Uh, I think it's yes. It's it, it may be New York and LA just right now, but I think they're having a wider release soon. So please go see that Star Wars. Yeah. If you, uh, I don't recommend it. There, there are Star Wars spoilers on the uh, Lefe's episode, but it, it is what it is. If you really care that much. <laughs> I uh, I haven't been like I think I fell asleep during Rogue One and I was just like yeah this new Star Wars stuff ain't for me. <laughs> uh, of course you had spot callers of the probably the worst show ever. So <laughs> um yes for spot callers we watched EC uh, ECW December to dismember and ever like I've been receiving more messages than ever that this show is not that bad. And I was like, are you serious? It's terrible. Um, someone told me that like this show is better than Crown Jewel and Hell in a Cell. And I was like, huh, so that Mike Thorne, uh, no, the Mike Th- Knox and Kenny Thorne match must have really resonated with you, huh? Uh, the Davari versus uh, <laughs> Tommy Dreamer must have went crazy. Like, People really overreact over the stuff that happened this year. Like, it could be way worse. Like, uh, that pay-per-view is probably just, like, side-by-side bad with the first roadblock that happened, like, 2016, I think. Yeah. It got, it yeah. got came and fired, <laughs> and then it led us yes. to having a uh, 
Vince McMahon world champion with a do rag on. And ECW. You know what? <laughs> when you say that, the pay per view doesn't sound all that bad. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we also have the December edition of I'm Not a Genius, where Mark tells the truth about uh, his AirPod Pro kerfuffle. Uh, kerfuffle. Um, he has an amazing guest on there from uh, the Hack and Slash podcast, Ryan. Uh, she's really cool. Um, I was listening to it yesterday, and Mark said that he didn't have Apple Care, and I texted him immediately, furious. <laughs> but he has Apple Care, which is fine. But it's a it's a really nice banter between uh, these two people that just absolutely love technology and uh, <laughs> their iPhones. We also had a new episode of The Lookout and a crossover episode of the Big Eyes podcast and The Lookout with Jamal Emiles. Uh, they mm-hmm. talked about uh, Dragon Ball Super Chapter Fifty Five. Yeah, it was a it's it's a stacked week. <laughs> oh, of course, RSBN can't forget about that. Like Coral Gunner joins this week. Um, it was an oh uh, with uh, Justin. Uh, I also listened to that episode yesterday as well. Um, if you're a Seventy Sixers fan, I think the show would be amazing. There's a lot of praise for them on the show. Uh, which is not normal <laughs> for RSPN, but uh, it's a really good show. And uh, I, I wish I kept up with the NBA season as much as everybody else does. It's really hard for me to it's do. Fun. I mean, like, uh, my dad, uh, little brother, and I watched the, uh, the Lakers and Clippers game uh, game to, uh, Christmas Day, and it was pretty good, even though the result. You know, the Clippers kind of won, but not. <laughs> it's fine, but like, Lakers fans, so you know what I mean. Uh, but that was good. Like, uh, <laughs> I I just want to be able to uh, to participate in the uh, in the trash talking <laughs> in basketball. Oh, and not to forget, we had a a, a new uh, rap podcast too, uh, talking about like the biggest moments of the decade. And, uh, they oh, uh, oh yeah, ROP Gaming, yeah, and uh, Random Acts of Podcast, uh, Mark is on their episode. Um, we have the First Responders, where uh, Cameron, uh, Cameron, <laughs> Cam, Tay, and Drew, they talk about the Roddy Rich album, which I enjoyed while I was in the hospital. <laughs> uh but yeah, I think that's like everything. I think that covers everything that happened this uh, this month, actually. <laughs> um, it was an amazing 2019 for RNC Radio Live, and I'm sure we'll have more, much, much more uh, for 2020. So, mm-hmm. uh, sign off for me and Cyrus. Have a blessed and happy new year because next time we talk to you oh, it's yeah. going to be 2020 so. yeah stay safe um, drink water when you out there uh, you know partying get in the Uber but make sure you have money for the Uber surge um, ladies uh, I don't like Uber is very dangerous so just stay safe in general keep your pepper spray keep your tasers all that yeah, yeah stay strapped like real like real talk uh 
I don't think I'm going to be going anywhere because I can barely move. But <laughs> yeah, man, everybody just stay safe. Uh, try to make it into the new year. I'll be going to New York for the first time ever. I am not going to uh, whatever. Oh, you're a monster. Well, I'm not going to the ball drop, though. I'm going somewhere else. Um, another, tid- another tip. If you're using Uber, please charge your phone because they do charge you more if your battery is low. So. Oh, true. That is so disgusting. Yo, technology is so evil, bro. So, listen, Best Buy, Amazon, something like that. Get a little Morphe. Get uh, one of like durable <laughs> batteries. Charge your phone before you try to get Uber because next thing mm-hmm. you know, um, your Uber car is going to be <laughs> like a Uber helicopter. <laughs> so do that. I need, go, I need to go to New York and ride in the Uber helicopter. But yeah, man, everybody stay safe. All right, see you guys later.